Welcome to Content with Character, the weekly podcast that'll give you the momentum you need to create content with more ease, clarity, and laughter. I'm your host, content copywriter Emily Aborn, and I'm all about unconventional marketing approaches. I believe in your big ideas, and I'm excited to help you share them in a way that's distinctly you. Character cannot be developed in ease and quiet. Only through experience of trial and suffering can the soul be strengthened, ambition-inspired, and success achieved. That comes from Helen Keller. Creating content with character is what this podcast is all about. Not just creating more for the sake of more or because you feel like you should be, but coming from a place of depth, intention, and a desire to really spark more good in the world. In this episode, we're talking about why to create content in the first place and the four hidden benefits to you when you do. Hi, welcome back to another riveting episode of Content with Character. This one might be a little bit different from my normal episodes. Um, I usually have a pretty solid outline, and this is a little bit more from the heart, or fly by the seat of my pants, or off the cuff, or I don't know, insert the cliche of choice. Um, If you're a regular listener, you may remember the episode I did a couple weeks ago titled Trick or Treat Marketing. Essentially, I broke down three ideas for you to make your content more of a treat and a delight for others. And I'll be sure to include that link in the episode in the show notes for you in case you want to go back and listen after this one, of course. Uh, But if you missed it, I'm going to real quick sum it up in a little nutshell for you right now. The three things I talked about in that episode, the three ways to make your content more of a treat for others were to be you, not somebody else, not a second-rate version of somebody else, be you. Be kind, um, and also be intentional. And today, I really wanted to get more into that intentionality piece because it's been something very much on my mind lately. Like, what is actually the point of content, really? What is the point for us as human beings and also for business owners? And what's it really doing for us? Like, what is it giving back to us? So, You probably have heard me say, I'm never one, even as a content writer, I'm never one to just urge people to create more, 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 just because either they feel like they should, or maybe some algorithm rewards senseless engagement questions that have nothing to do with anything, and you read somewhere that that was a good way to go. Like, I'm not a fan of that. I am, however, one who will always invite people to consider creating with more connection, with more meaning, with more purpose, with more joy, with more expression. I guess what I'm trying to say is a little bit more depth, if you will, a little bit more character, okay? So in last week's episode, I talked about when you choose to show up and get visible through speaking and podcast guesting, when you say yes to being seen, when you share your message, It is a gift. You are giving a gift. And I just want to remind us all that like you are also the gift. You have a gift. You are a gift. And in when you show up to share, when you show up to be visible, it is really giving that gift back to other people. So I want to encourage more of us to be that gift that we are meant to be. So that's sort of where we're headed. Uh, And super duper fast, before we get into today's episode, I did want to share the review of the week. This one is from Robin A., who I had the chance to meet last month at a networking event in Manchester, which is super fun to meet somebody who then I get to discover is a listener of the show. 
Robin says, I'm a huge fan of Emily and this podcast. Each time I listen to a new episode, I know I'll walk away with insight and practical steps towards growing my business. Her content is clear, easy to listen to, and so relatable. Thank you, Emily. Keep these gems coming. Thank you so much, Robin. I hope I can also continue to deliver for you in today's episode. You are just truly the bee's knees for taking time out of your day to write me a review and P.S. I am loving my face wash, by the way. My skin is looking pretty good. Um, okay, for those of you who don't know me, and maybe this is your first time listening, perhaps a friend passed this on to you or you randomly saw it while scrolling through podcasts trying to find something upbeat but also educational to listen to, allow me to introduce myself uh, really fast. I am Emily Aborn. I'm a content copywriter. I'm a podcast host of this podcast as well as the She Built This podcast. And I think my fun fact for today is I'm a big time podcast listener myself. I'm also an avid reader. Um, but when I'm not recording podcasts or writing for my clients, I'm probably somewhere off in the woods, honestly, or cleaning my house, listening to a podcast or curled up with a good book. I love them. I love both because I really love learning and laughing and feeling inspired and also the fun and possibility that these um, these ways of sharing content can take us, right? Or, you know, I think you know what I'm trying to say there. Anyway, I love them, and I also love that you love them, apparently, because you choose to spend time here with me listening to mine, and I just really, really appreciate you. I don't, I know that there are a lot of options out there, and I never, ever take it lightly that um, I have you uh, having this conversation with me. So if you ever want to connect with me more for copywriting or a strategy session, or like you want me to come host a workshop for your team or organization, just visit emilyaborn.com. The link is always in the show notes, and we'll take it from there. So today's backstory, the reason I wanted to get into this topic, um, I do try to stay informed about what is going on in the world. I am not perfect at this. I am not the best at this. I do not read news like it's going out of style. Uh, sometimes, honestly, it really bowls me over to watch the violence that is taking place in this world. However, I think it's really important to be aware of what is going on. Um, saying that, sometimes it can feel really, really overwhelming. It feels like everywhere you turn is dark and sad and scary. So I want to get into some of that, but I do promise you I will bring you back into some lighter places and give you some hope and inspiration. I just want to share kind of a hard part of the human journey with you, and that is watching other human beings who are really, really suffering. So last month, I attended the Maine Women's Conference in Portland, and then after that, I got together. I had the opportunity to get together with my family to take my little brother, Peter, out for his birthday. Well, that evening, it actually just so happened to be the exact night that you may have heard the story um, that Robert Card killed 18 people at a bar and bowling alley in Lewiston, Maine. My family is all from Maine, and we actually grew up in Lisbon Falls, which is the next town over. My dad worked in Lewiston when I grew up. My little brother, who we were celebrating his birthday, he lives exactly two miles from where this guy lived in Bowdoin, Maine. And suffice it to say, it was a really scary couple of days for them. And for for me, the um, person kind of going through this with them from afar, after I drove home on 
Thursday morning. It was really, really close to home. And I know that as I'm sharing this with you, this is not a new phenomena in our country, in our world. This main shooting was not the first time that this has happened. And in fact, at the time of me recording this, there have been 565 mass shootings this year alone. Then you add on to that, you layer on to that, this deluge of death in the Middle East, the weather wiping out people's homes, people sick and and struggling with addictions, like right in our own families, right in our own backyards. And I could really go on and on. Um, But this is not NPR news. And I'm definitely never as informed as I think I should be. So I'm going to stop. But as I was driving home, it felt really surreal. And to be honest with you, I felt really, really hopeless. I felt really, really sad. I felt frustrated and kind of like, what is the point? Like, what is even the point? What am I doing? What am I doing with any of this? Now, typically, I find my why, I find my 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 purpose, if you will, in the fact that I am helping entrepreneurs and small businesses to find their voice, because I believe that that is how we create more impact and change and kindness and positivity and love in the world. But you can see how sometimes that feels like a losing battle, right? And you can also see that sometimes in the day-to-day when we're running our business and when we're doing our things, when you're in the weeds editing adjectives because you're working with a particularly difficult client who you can't seem to please no matter what song and dance you do, it can feel a little pointless. And that is just all for naught. So cue that Mary Oliver quote, right? What do you want to do with your one one wild and precious life? I'm like, what am I doing with my one wild and precious life? I'm not making any sort of impact. So I was feeling a little hopeless when I was driving home and it took me a while um, to kind of come back to, I realized first and foremost, I was doing really no one any good as exhausted as I was. Like I was very, very behind on on any sort of self-care for myself. Like I hadn't slept well in a couple days. I hadn't really eaten well in a couple days and I had basically spent an entire month on the go. So I started to work my way back to trying to feel more balanced. I walked, I showered, I went back to work, and I rested. And I also found three very close friends and also my husband and had the opportunity to talk to them about how we were all feeling. We cried together. I got two very, very nice giant hugs. And then I dusted myself off and I realized that we cannot give up. I cannot give up. Like I am not going to give up being some sort of light in all of this darkness. Even though I'm just little old me, little old Emily, it does the rest of the world zero good if I am curled up in a ball and decide not to talk to anyone ever, which is frankly what I felt like doing. Along these same lines, I wanted to read Simone Sull. She's a marketing expert on Instagram. I wanted to read a quote that she shared on Instagram. Um, I am going to paraphrase some of this because there are some curse words and I don't want to mark this episode as explicit, uh, but I did include the link to the original post in the show notes. Um, So she says, this is a quote, and you going broke and not being able to pay the rent or feed your kids helps exactly no one. If you're feeling guilty about do- feeling guilty about doing business as usual, that is a healthy, humane impulse. Speak out for justice at the same time. Commit a portion of your revenue to donate to civilian victims of the war. Call your reps. Do something. So I'm going to end the quote, and this is where I'm paraphrasing. But forget 
about everybody who tries to shame you for earning a livelihood. Are they paying your bills? No, um, they are not worth your time, she goes on to say. Anyway, I share all this with you and Simone's quote because I don't think that my experience with this tragedy is unique per se for all of the tragedies that we're watching and witnessing. I mean, you have access to the news just like I do, right? And we've all kind of gone through these difficult times together over quite a bit of time now. You may feel this way every single time you log on to social media or every single time you get in a conversation with a family member, and you may not feel this way, and that is okay too. So after this exploration, even after I kind of like sat with it and moved through it all, um, I don't have some, I still don't have, I didn't emerge with like some mag- magnificent magical why as to why I'm a copywriter, why I'm creating, why I'm a podcaster. I just know this. I don't feel like I have a choice. Like I was born to write, I was born to create and somehow be a part of spreading joy in the world and connect with people. And for me, I just have a really hard time stopping and doing that. And this is the way I do it. So that's kind of what I'm getting to. It doesn't actually matter what our work is. We all get that opportunity to do that. We all get the opportunity from smiling at the person who bags your groceries to giving somebody a genuine compliment about who they are that makes their day um, to just living every single day as a better person than you were yesterday. So when it comes to our content, specifically in our businesses, I think it's a valid question that we can all come back to on a regular basis. And that is why we are creating it. And again, I just want to say, I know my content is not changing the world. I don't often post about the hard things and the difficult things. I don't often post about things happening in the world and political things. Um, But I do set the intention that the content I'm creating will somehow be a part of spreading more kindness and love and connection and hope. And that is my teeny tiny way of showing up and making this world a more loving place. I'm not always great at this. I'm not always great at checking in and asking myself why I'm doing something. I have a lot of room to improve and a lot more opportunities to be more intentional, more purposeful. That's throughout my life, not just content creation. Uh, I got room to check myself, okay? Check myself and make sure I'm doing things for the right reasons. So, all right, that's kind of the backstory. That's what brought me to this like existential, like why am I even doing this? And I did wanna get now into some of that like, lighter stuff. I want to talk about content, why we're doing it in the first place, what it really can do to make that change in the world, and also maybe how it can give back to us. So we're going to talk about four benefits of creating content. When I say those four benefits, they're really benefits for you, the creator, and the the people that you're sharing with. So I do want to define it really quick. I'm sure you know what content is, but in case you're sort of like, what what is she talking about specifically when she says content? Communication, visibility, marketing, the terms have been very, very watered down. And so when I say the word content, I mean communication. I mean that conversation between you and the person you're sharing it with. It could be through social media, blogs, podcasts, your website copy, emails you send, workshops and presentations you give, the list goes on. Content to me is anything in which you are having a conversation, 
communicating or sharing with somebody else. So it's something you create and produce. And for the purpose of this specific podcast, we're going to talk about it really through that like marketing and business lens, not like for, for another alternative would be like books, movies, you know, not specifically art. So what is the point? Like, why do we create content as business owners? I came up with a couple of reasons, and I bet you can come up with more. And actually, one of them is a little bit artistic. It's about expressing. Like, it's about that creative outlet and that feeling I described before of like, I just can't stop creating. <laughs> so like I said, like, it is okay to create it for the, the very sake of creation itself. Another reason that we might create content is to inspire others, to give hope to others, you know, to motivate them to take action or to make a change in their life. I can also see a really huge purpose in advocating for those without a voice or platform. So creating content to basically give voice to others, helping people um, through the content creation to know that they're not alone, to feel seen and to feel heard, and also to create that connection and build community, get people to think in a different way, um, teach and educate, raise awareness. And then from a strictly marketing perspective, it can help to share about what you're building and creating and translate to, you know, you keeping the lights on in your home and in your business. So what you're probably getting kind of from listening to that list is that a lot of these reasons are other focused. They're about like, what can my content do for others? And you can see how when you really stop and think about it, when you really sit with it, oh, actually, I can change the world if I'm doing this from a place of intention and from kindness and from love. If I'm creating from a place of love, I can change the world through my content. So Taking the focus now from others to us, I wanted to come up with some things that content can do for us as creators, as business owners. How does it actually reciprocate and give back? Because in my opinion, when you are really stopping and creating from that intentional place, it is such a win-win. It does give back to you and to others. I have four for you. I'm going to try to make them relatively short and concise. My first one, my first benefit of content for you, the content creator, is that it helps you to find your voice and refine your message. I love this quote by Joan Didion. I write entirely to find out what I'm thinking, what I'm looking at, what I see, and what it means, what I want, and what I fear. I am like 100% I hear her so much. This goes for any type of content we're sharing, I think, not just specifically writing. As you create it, you really learn what lights you up to talk about, what doesn't light you up to talk about, where you need to learn and grow in order to gain the confidence to talk about or the skill set to talk about. I think you learn what matters, what you value, what you really think and feel. I know it's like this trend on Instagram right now to like screenshot the notes app on your phone and like turn it into a post. But I have been doing that all along. Like that is where I don't screenshot. I don't screenshot and share it because that's where I go sometimes to figure out what I think and feel kind of like on the fly, right? So when I have to write it out to sometimes process what I think and feel. Sometimes that's even before I like verbalize something. So, I mean, honestly, you should see the number of messages to myself in the notes app on my phone. <laughs> They're like... <laughs> 
they end up sometimes being something, but they definitely are messy at the beginning as they go through that refining process. And I wanted to give you another example of this. So I, in this past year, I took a SEO course with my colleague, Erin Alilla of the Talk Copy to Me podcast. She's an SEO kind of specialist copywriter. Um, and we had created these blogs this year and, and one of the, as part of our, as part of our class. And one of the months we needed to focus entirely on one topic. So I think it was the month of April for me, um, I focused entirely on the topic of repurposing. And I had so much fun with it. And as I did, I really was like, oh, this is something I really enjoy talking about. Um, I got so much content out of it, so many more ideas out of it. I really learned like where I stand with it and how I would do it. And like, I also created from that an entire workshop teaching other people to do it too. And I'm going to be actually in giving that workshop, I realized, oh, I can refine this even more. So it was like, even in the practice of giving that workshop, I realized how I needed to refine it. And I plan to do that again. So that's just one example. I think sometimes even when we give a presentation or a workshop, we start to like, oh, I'm going to refine this, refine this, refine this. So that's kind of one thing that content can do for you. The more you create, the more you find your voice. The more you create, the more you refine your message. The more you create, the more you know what you're thinking, what you're looking at, what you see, what it means, what you want and what you fear and what you value. Um, okay, the number two way that content uh, can give back to you is, of course, in repurposing. I just talked about repurposing, but I do believe that any piece of content you create contains multiple little gifts back to you. <laughs> it's like one of those little nesting dolls, right? The fun just keeps on going, keeps on going. And I want to be very clear here that repurposing is not just a matter of copying and pasting. It is creatively reworking a piece of content breaking it up in small ways, being relevant in different ways on different platforms. But at the end of it, it really does help to give back to you more time, more ideas, as I just shared, more ease, and also more excitement about what you're talking about. Like the more you break it down and use it in multiple ways, I feel you actually get even more energized and more excited about a singular topic. Um, another example I just wanted to give you of this is I did an episode on here just last week about my lessons from speaking, from getting on different stages and sharing in workshops and groups. And from that, I just kept getting more and more ideas. Like I was like, oh, I could repurpose this into this and this and this and this. So what I did is I took some of those and I turned them into a blog. And then I also created another podcast episode on my She Built This podcast on speaking, which also tied back to the blog, which also tied in with this content with character episode that I had done. So that's kind of what I'm talking about. It's like thinking of how any piece of content I'm creating can give me multiple little presence, right? So that is one other way I think that creating content really, really gives back to you. It's like more ideas, more excitement, more content from starting with just a little bit. Um, the other way that I think content can really give back to you is that it allows you to connect with other people and also find those collaborators, right? Like it takes you places that you never even knew existed when 
Maybe you share something with someone who it, it resonates with and somebody reaches out to you based on something you shared. It just, just happened to me. Um, I actually have been following a uh, fellow podcaster who, spe- who she has a podcast specifically for Enneagram 6. And I, I have strong reason to believe that I am an Enneagram 6, though I cannot be 100% sure. Um, but anyway, she and I connected on Instagram and I really like, of course, resonated with her content. And she found out that I had a podcast, this podcast. And so she started listening to my podcast and connected over what I was sharing. So now we are going to collaborate on something. And that's just really, really exciting. Like you just don't know how what you you are creating, like where what you are creating is going to take you. Like people connect with us over these silly little, you know, things that you think are only you, like those little quirks and burps. I don't know, like how you meticulously fold your t-shirts, but you really don't care how you fold your socks or the fact that you color code the hanging items in your closet. Or maybe you're the person that leaves the house at least three times per month without their wallet. Like sharing those little pieces of you in your content, you just have no idea where they can take you. Okay. So I just want to encourage us that another way that content gives back to us is that it connects us with other people and it opens up possibility for collaboration takes you places you never even knew existed. Um, And then my fourth one is simply kind of something I had referenced in that list of like why we create in the first place. And that is just self-expression, creativity, and art. As my man Rick Rubin says, art is about the maker. And I just think that some of us have this urge to create content, tell stories, share pieces of our human experience with other people. And like, if you are just creating because you love to express yourself, you love to create, you love the concept of writing and creating art and producing podcasts, that is like a perfectly fantastic way that content really, really gives back to you. So just like you can change somebody else's life with your content, which I believe we all can, Um, You can also change your own life with your content creation too. And that's really what I wanted to share with you today. Um, I just want to... I just want to invite us all to take a little look at like, okay, why am I creating it? And what are the ways that actually my content is is giving to others, but also giving back to me too? Um, as I said at the beginning, creating content with character is what this podcast is all about. It's not just creating more for the sake of more or because you feel like you should be or somebody told you you should be, but really coming from that place of depth and intention and a desire to spark more goodness in the world. And that's where I'm going to leave you. This is a little bit of a shorty for Emily Aborn. Oh my gosh. In next week's episode, we're going to get into this idea that my friend Lisa recently shared with me on consistent infrequency and and how that really affected uh, a change of pace and also a really positive reminder that this is a long-term game. We're in this for the long term. So I will talk to you then. And as always, feel free to reach out to me. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Content with Character. If you loved the episode, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, and share it with someone else you know it could help. For more content and visibility tips, visit my blog at emilyaborn.com. And be sure to connect with me on Instagram at emilyaborn. I'd love to hear how this inspired you to take action.